Coming to you live from Grand Forks, Minnesota, home of the largest pair of hoop earrings, it's episode 30 of Tapezilla. That introduction, Robodrak. Not sure we have, <laughs> how we found that voice clip of him. <laughs> Robodrak's getting better. You know, put all sorts of things together to get him to form that. I can't believe he said largest pair of hoop earrings at one point. Or that he said this is the 30th episode. <laughs> That's pretty specific. <laughs> but from here on out, he's all fake. He just, he just, we, we got him just to do that one little intro. We could fuck with people that way. Just get them to record a couple new drops every episode. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> How long do you think he's going to stick to this where he just keeps saying things that should be drops? No, no, at least 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, say. <laughs> he, he's got a list. He's got a list beside him and he's crossing them off as he goes. <laughs> Laugh one, scratch. <laughs> oh, that was laugh six. Correct the mundo. <laughs> What's good is we can use these another time. <laughs> That's true. Correct Stop the fucking mundos. eating. Who's eating? Stop it. That's hey, you. Someone's eating some yogurt. It's got to be Peter. How is that yogurt? He's eating some activia to correct his IBS. I do have IBS. Drax, do you know do you know what IBS is? So a few weeks ago I was carrying two twelve packs of soda <laughs> up the stairs. <laughs> Drax, do you know what IBS is? What's that stand for? Uh yeah, I think there's a tower in, in Minneapolis called the IBS Tower. Maybe that's IDS, but not quite sure. You should have said like murder, death, kill or something. Like something that's totally nonsense. I, I wish it was the IBS tower and it's filled with people shitting. <laughs> Did you guys see that big Chicago and um, tower? That big tower in Chicago, the Sears Tower, the new thing they're putting on, where there's like an extension, like a glass enclosure that extends out past the, the end of yeah. the, at the top, where yeah. you can like stand there and just be standing over the city from a million feet up. It's another thing we stole from the Indians. They did that in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My people are uh, pre- pretty good engineers, apparently. Uh, if you, if you, when, you went to the Sears Tower last time you were in Chicago, right, Robert? Yep. If you went back well, there again and they had that, would ago. you do it? Um, I don't know. It's a little, it's would a little you, freaky. Would you, would you be chicken? Would you chicken out? I think I'd probably <laughs> chicken out. Chicken. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> this dude's chicken. Bobby Bob, would you do come it, Drac, would you do it? I'd do it. I would do it. Fascinating. I'd stand at the end. I'd stand at the end of it with a hammer after Drac. What if they have a weight limit? <laughs> what, what if like a big fat guy was there? <laughs> he started to scare everyone by acting like he was going to step out. What <laughs> if a fat guy stepping onto everyone else just runs back in? 
<laughs> yeah, he jumps up and down. Yeah, he just starts like jumping. <laughs> he did that. What if, what if you're like a big fat dude and you start walking out there and the other people on there start looking nervous and then you go, hey, dudes, and you start jumping up and down. Check this out. <laughs> I'd probably go, go out there and jump up and down even though I'm not a big fat dude. Yeah. Just to scare everyone. Then I'd be asked to leave probably and then raped by security. Or you put a sound effect on your phone of like creaking and just about like something <laughs> snapping. <laughs> Cracking glass. Yeah. Would that actually? Be, is there any way that could be convincing? <laughs> it's horribly like this. This totally quiet sound. That you can barely make it out. <laughs> they would have no idea what that is. Yeah. I wonder if it's like an open thing where everyone can just walk out there as they please, or if you have to like get in a line and have like a handler handling it and stuff. Well, I know the one over the Grand Canyon. You have to you have to walk like slowly, and you have to wear these little booties. Like you can't walk with your bare feet or shoes because it'll scuff up yeah. the glass. So I have a science question. Did the Indians really put that there? Uh, I doubt it. I doubt any of them were smart <laughs> enough to do that. Indians are stupid. They don't know nothing about glass. They can't make glass. All they do is smoke. They can make and beads. And gather and trade beads for some inexplicable reason. Actually, what, I, they, what is the practical application of beads? I read that that, uh, that horseshoe thing over the Grand Canyon is made out of a million melted beads. Well, I wouldn't step on it then. Break. Stop eating. So I'm pretty pissed off because Stern stole my joke again. What one? Um. Well, a week or two ago, someone you know one of, some of those uh, Kelly Clarkson photos showed up on some new Kelly oh. Clarkson photos show up on that website. Oh and yeah, she, and she looks horrible. I mean, I'm just being honest. She, looks, she doesn't look good. And um, I said, "Holy shit, that looks like meatloaf." And that was my initial reaction. <laughs> it's just like meatloaf. I actually, I actually know someone, and I said, "Look, look at this. This is her from just a few years ago, and you know she looks relatively thin." And then I look at her now, and then I just showed an actual picture of meatloaf, and they didn't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing. Just actually show a picture of meatloaf, and people wouldn't be sure. <laughs> but yeah, and then Howard Stern goes and says, "Hey, it looks like meatloaf. She looks like meatloaf now," and he gets like this huge round of laughs and applause. Still my fucking joke. It did. They applauded him for about seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, everyone else in the show just claps. Yeah, just claps. <laughs> it's a boring, boring segment. The only thing worse than that was when 30 Rock stole my doctor-patient confidentiality joke. They, I, I, for I, you, I they, they seem to steal them. They seem to steal them like a week or two later for you. For some of the things we've done, it's like years later. But for you, it's like right off when you say it. They must I, be fans. I said, I, my joke about doctor-patient was funnier, though. Because my, my doctor was telling my patient horrible things. 30 Rock one was tamed by comparison. Yeah, it's, it's always a bummer. network. Well, well um, NPH stole your joke with the cell phone, but we've already been over that. Yeah, that was annoying. Yeah. I was appalled when I watched that. <coughs> actually, it was, it was hard to watch. I, uh, I actually did that to my brother last week, and <laughs> it went over pretty well. You offered to give him a massage and stuff? <laughs> No, we were at this bar, and this was down in Phoenix, so everyone's a little crazier down there. And this chick gets up on the bar and just pretty much starts stripping. Mm-hmm. And um, we were there with another friend of his. So the next day I took his phone and you know changed the phone number. Sent him these text messages like, man, from his friend, you know. I said, man, I just woke up from this nap and I had the craziest dream. Like, remember that girl last night that was stripping up at the bar? Well, you were doing that instead. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, 
it was kind of weird, but y- you know, you were doing a pretty good job. <laughs> and like he was reply with like freak and like you know shit like that. And I was like, maybe we should try this out and see where it goes. I mean, the, funnier, the funnier thing is, uh, is it would be asking to give him a rub down. <laughs> I don't want to take it too far, but I mean, he shared it with people, which means that he wasn't into it. You know. Yeah, that's what the uh, the guy at lunch did too. Yeah, if you keep it a secret and kind of, you know, what if what if the guy at you. lunch were just sitting there smiling <laughs> and going, "Oh yes." Well, we I'm did it to score so- later. What if you got a big did it to somebody who uh, it was something about like this this it was from a girl and uh, it was about how she wanted to have a three way with him and stuff and he <laughs> he started to keep it to himself so then we quick had to tell him so it didn't get all too yeah. creepy. <laughs> But that's also when I learned. That's also when I learned that uh, you got to make sure that they're not let down when you tell them that it's you. Well, that's what you did the first time, then, isn't it? (laughs) Unless the chick wasn't hot. Anyway, he's not going to go there. He's not going to touch that one. Project Trico. Mm Mm-hmm. What is it, man? I want to talk about Project Trico. Let's talk about it. What do you want to do? Wait, did Stevie see it? I did see it. I just watched it a few minutes ago, actually. Stevie thinks it's fake for some reason. Well, I I thought... What's wrong with Dave? uh, When I first heard about it, people were debating whether or not it was real, and I guess one of the developers actually said it's like a couple years old or a year old or something. Yeah, Wouldn't that be the most elaborate hoax ever? I mean, what else could it be but real? I don't get it. Don't you just want to hug that Cat Griffin thing? Yeah, so yeah big old if it, hug. Beave, if it's not real, what's the explanation? It makes it. It's just. You're, I don't know where you're coming from. Because the the project name was like, if you had a game called Ico or Eco, and you name your next project or a, a project a couple years down the road Project T R, and then the same exact name, that's weird. It well, it, the, nah, because the, the, the other one was Nico. Yeah, the well, second one Nico. was Trico, like number three. Try. Yeah, and the second one was a knee, like each knee, you know. Japanese counting. Really? I thought the second one was Shadow of the Man Losses. <laughs> right. The yes, yes, you are correct. <laughs> However, it was referred to as Nico. I never knew before that. it came out. I did not know that either. It's a yeah, fun fact. So that's why they're calling it that. But yeah, the game is. Uh, it's the third. It's the upcoming game from this team. Are these? Are those the only two games they ever made? Eco and Shadow of the Man's Losses. <laughs> as far as I know. So these guys are making another game, and it there's nothing really in it gameplay wise in the in the teaser thing. It's mostly just like cutscene type stuff, but it looks like it's probably real time. I mean, I'm just guessing it is. Yeah, it looks real time. Yeah, it, it looks look really cool. So good that you're like, oh my god! But it looks still yeah, freaking nice. It looks like it's going to be sort of in the same vein as the other two games, but it, you know, sort of a puzzle adventure type game. Um, and you're like this kid in this big colossus cat bird thing helps you out looks interesting I'm very curious they have a very good way of making things seem like they have a big sense of scale in that game in those games I was very impressed they with how that... the, uh, the the big bird lion thing uh, moved he, he was very well animated it looks like they just mad referenced cats because it looks like a house cat yeah with yeah, wings that's gigantic I'm telling you if that thing dies at the end I'm gonna be so fucking no, pissed he totally dies at Holy shit, Robo Drag! I mean, I'll be expecting him to die the entire game, but it'll still fuck me up at the end. I think. 
They yeah, know people are be like, expecting it. They have to know. Well, shout, like, Shadow of the Colossus, that, spoiler warning for anybody who didn't finish that, but I think we talked about this on the show before. But, like, the horse at the end, it fake dies. Like, you think it's dead for part of the ending, and then it comes back. Sort of like the dog in Fable. <laughs> Double spoilies. <laughs> oh, you didn't warn that one. Who really cared about the dog in Fable? I didn't either. The dog was so robotic. It didn't matter. Yeah. I care more about Robo. The only worst dog was the, the follow-up dog. Like, mine got trapped in some rocks like 10 seconds after I got it, and I just left it there. <laughs> that happened with me. I got one of the, like, the slave girl that you can buy off the uh, slaver guy. <laughs> I got her, and then she's following me around. Oh, man, and then for whatever nice. reason, right after that, I decided to go jumping around on mountains. So I'm jumping around, jumping around, and then I made this jump down onto, like, the roof of a house from this hill, and she did not make the jump. <laughs> she died? <laughs> yeah, she died. So really? Then I, re- I just, I reloaded to... I didn't know, if, I didn't I know they could her. follow their death. Yeah, she did. That's weird. Dog meat has, like, a million hit points, so it's hard to get him killed. But I, there's nothing that makes me really care about dog meat that much. Like, I killed him once just to see if he had dog meat on him. Or if any any kind of special like dogs drop dog meat, he had to game. right. He had do- he just had regular dog meat on him. I was hoping it'd be special dog meat yeah. because like his glowing. name is dog meat. Come on, but uh, I'll admit I somehow with somehow I stayed I've, with it. I'm most like I've finished Fallout Three. I've done some of the DLC that third one that came out, and I've gone back and done a bunch of quests that I hadn't finished the first time I played. I somehow still have never done the dog quest. There's no dog quest. You just you just find him. I thought it's part of a quest. No, it is a quest. You find him in the junkyard. No, it's not a quest. Yeah, if it you is. Walk through, if you walk through the salvage yard, you come across the dog, and you say, hey, you want to come with me, boy? And he goes, yeah. And then he follows you forever. It's not a quest. I mean, it's not a quest quest, but it, you, know, you have to do something. You have to talk to him, and it automatically makes you talk to him if you get close to him. And are you in the salvage yard for a quest, though? Is that the... Unless you're no. just wandering around. No, you're just wandering around. If you, yeah, um, never, if you take the uh, quest from Megaton that leads you to Minefield and you go straight there, you'll go right through the salvage yard. That's how mo- when most people did it. I must have gone a roundabout way. He, he, he'd still be there if you got him. Like, there's a little thing. Like, you get there. Once you get close, you hear fighting, and then you see that he's fighting dudes. And when you, after the fight, you talk to him. Can you help the dudes out? Kill, by killing the dog? Yeah, you can, kill, you can kill the dog if you want. No, is that like... Can you... Is that part of a quest? Like, you can help the dudes, and then you're part with no, the dudes? No, they're just fighting. It's just an incidental thing. If you help the dudes, they'll... If you kill the dog, they'll probably start attacking you, because they're raiders, and they just attack you. That's what they do. Well, speaking of Fallout, I was playing the playing the other night. Right after I got the DLC, I decided... For anybody who doesn't know, the DLC makes it so your game doesn't really end at the end when you finish it. Oh, spoilies! Wow. Wait, what does it do? You wake up two weeks later. No, no, no. I really no, thought no. that Specifically, I think what happens is it gives you a, an option <laughs> to send your mutant friend in there and fix it instead of yourself, and he's immune to radiation. Oh, really? Since uh, you since you played it, and you know that. You That's dummy. what I read in the review. It says you can. It says Fucking you can. Dummy. There's several different NPCs. Dude, I played it. Okay, but there's. Wait, I guess there's that, also a different option. There's several different NPCs: the mutant and the ghoul and someone else who can go in for you. They were nowhere. I mean, that's what I read. I don't care if you've played it. That's what I've read. Well, read all you want. Try playing it. So yeah. Anyway, you wake up two weeks later, and uh, you're fine again. Is it sick from there on out? 
but that's the thing. I, I got that, and then instead of playing any of the DLC stuff, I just went back and played the regular game. Like, doing <laughs> just wandering, that, wandering around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I did the. Uh, I was telling Pete about this. The the election thing in uh, Republic of Dave. That's not a new one. Yeah. How stupid are you? Seriously. <laughs> that's not a new one. <laughs> After I just spent two minutes saying. So then I went back and did old stuff. That's not <laughs> new. Dude, I'm drawing right now. I missed that part. Are you having wine again? No, I'm drawing. He took one sip of wine. Woo! I'm <laughs> No, I'm drawing. I'm painting. Painting a picture. Anyway, I screwed around that Republic of Dave thing for like over an hour. Just messing with the uh, results of the election and stuff. and See what I could make happen there. See, I tried Finally, to mess with it, but I couldn't figure it out. I just stood there, and when he opened the, the box with all the uh, ballots in there, I just like basically stuck my hand in right in front of his face, and he didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just seems like he, the most. When he uh, he left town after I made the other guy win the election, but if you kill him outside of town, the townspeople still turn on you. And I wanted to make it so the town was a happy town still, with Bob leading the town. Yeah. So uh, I just led Dave to a bunch of uh, rad scorpions. They took him out <laughs> with one hit. I thought you said you couldn't that you couldn't get him to attack him or something. No, they. And they attacked you they instead did. or something. Oh, the first time, yeah, but then the second time they, uh... Dave went over and, like, tried to shoot at him. They seriously, the giant rad scorpion, whatever, one hit. Bam. <laughs> like, I thought he disappeared or something. I'm like, where the hell did he go? And he was blending out with the rocks. His body was there. <laughs> I got all the shit off him. See, that's what, what cracks me up about that quest. Is <laughs> what is what? I couldn't... I knew there had to be a way to rig the election, but I couldn't figure it out. I, I messed with it for a long time. I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do, because there's not that many options. I, I, it just never occurred to me that it would be so simple as waiting until the split second he opens the box and then fucking with it right then in front of him. It just never <laughs> struck me as, as it being something that dumb. I glitched. You know, Dave deserves to lose. That's the case. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't deserve to run that town. You gotta grab the thing. Out of, he opens the ballot box. See, the thing is, you can't tamper with it because you can't unlock it. There's no way. No, there there is another way it. to do it. No, there's there's a different way to do it. Yes, there is. Dude, there's not. Oh, my God. All right, fine. What I'll is the back way? in a minute. <laughs> no, I couldn't find a key. I, look, I, I searched every person, every nook and every cranny. I couldn't find any key for it. Just going to leave him hanging? I want to know what it is. <laughs> this guy's such a dick. How do you guys put up with him? Just thinking what a turn of events that is for Dave. You know, one day he's running the town. Next day he's laying dead in a pile of scorpions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the town is all of... The funny thing about that town is it's only got like a handful of people in it. It's like five adults and a couple kids. And they've all, all the women have slept with Dave. Really? Yeah, They the whole little backstory, because I was there for a friggin' hour, so I talked to everybody and pretty much did every dialogue option. The one chick, Uh-oh. like... <laughs> Why does Dracula come back and all of a sudden it's all farts? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. Player one podcast, this is not. All right, so anyway, the younger chick in the uh, Republic of Dave is Dave's Dave's current wife. And then the older one is Dave's, I guess, ex-wife. He might still be married to both of them, but he doesn't really care about that one anymore. And then all the kids are Dave's. To kill the kids? You can't kill the kids. I, I I would almost, you know, I can't think of a reason to justify upgrading my PC because it works for what I need it for. 
but I almost would upgrade it just so I could play Fallout 3 decently on my PC. Just so I could get a mod that lets me kill those fucking kids. <laughs> I would upgrade my kid. PC and buy Fallout 3 for PC just to kill all the fucking kids in Little Lamplight. <laughs> yeah, I hate that tone. Yeah. I want to kill those little bastards like you wouldn't believe. The worst thing um, you can do to the kids is, uh, is I guess, just scar them. Like, in one of my reloads of The Republic of Dave, uh, I went into the, the house, like the main house where Dave lives, and I'd started shooting at people already, so they were going crazy, and all the kids ran in there, <laughs> and, like, the two, the kids' two parent or two mothers were in there, and uh, I have the, the, whatever that gore perk is, so when I shot the one Bloody kid's mess. mother, yeah, like, both of her arms and her legs pop off right in front of the kids. <laughs> the kids are all standing there watching. <laughs> Yeah, killing killing the kid's parents in front of the kids is something that doesn't really get old. Or or we- coming home wearing his father's jacket and saying you couldn't find him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kid, I couldn't find him. And you're wearing his clothes and holding his gun. Yeah, you have to make your own fun in those games. I When I was in Republic of Dave, I got pissed off because I couldn't figure out how to rig the election, so Dave won again. So I... Um, <laughs> why is he laughing? I didn't, that's I didn't what he brings say, to the show. Anything. Maybe that's went, a drop. Maybe we added that in. I went to uh, when everyone went to bed. I went into Dave's bedroom, and he was sleeping with his wife in bed. And I woke them up, and then I killed his wife in front of him, and then killed him. <laughs> I'm just laughing because you couldn't figure out like the super simple way of rigging it. What's there that? is a harder way to. Wait. There's a different one, well, not harder, but different way to rig it, where you just talk to uh, all the people ahead of time. I did you just though. get. You got to get them to run. I think you have to get one of them to run. I did get one of them to run. She didn't win. Well, you have to do it before you talk to anybody else. You also have to tell them that she's running or that he's running. Huh. Anyway, my IBS is acting up something fierce. Tell her <laughs> what that boons was for. The self-diagnosed IBS. Self-diagnosed. I'm actually probably gonna go to the doctor soon. I need to get this checked out. I'm having trouble, man. I got a poop. My poop on air. I think I just did poop on air. So back to uh, Bionic Commando. Actually, I got that today. <laughs> back to it. <laughs> I got it today. Well, it arrived from Gamefly, the uh, 360 version of Bionic Commando. And I haven't really gotten a chance to check it out yet because we had to do the show. All right, well, uh, back to so uh, nice, nice sacrifice you made, Pete. <laughs> so it's, I we suppose it's a good it. thing to mention on the show. I haven't played it yet. I don't know. I was looking forward to that game for about a month, and then that awful demo came out, and that really soured the a taste. A demo, well, it's a multiplayer demo, and multiplayer stuff always sucks. So I wouldn't take that as the final word. I'm just getting the feeling that a lot of the reviewers who give it bad reviews just don't get it. I, I get the feeling that it's kind of supposed to be sort of old school in certain ways, and you know, some people just can't handle that. It actually sounds like... A lot of the complaints are, you know, they have to do with the invisible walls and invisible ceiling. Game. Yeah, everyone's like, it's it's, it's too linear. I mean, what they they thought this was going to be an open world sandbox game? Is that what they thought? Come on, it's buying a commando. Wait, so are these the same people that are giving Punch Out like ten out of ten? Um, I don't think so. The only the reviews I checked that were positive were IGN. In game trailers. And game trailers is one of our most trusted review sources because historically they're almost always spot on with their verdicts when it comes to the games. And they basically said it's a good game. 
They gave it like an eight or a nine or something. So I think it'll be fun. I'd like to try it out. Most reviews I like seem to go around like long, you know, frustrating difficulty points where you have to redo a long part because you died and the checkpoints are too far apart, stuff like that. Bitch stuff. I like game trailers reviews because of all the high def footage you get to see of it. But that yeah. dude's voice, man. Ooh. Doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> could be way worse. An X player you think they could hire somebody. Dudes are stupid. You think they'd actually hire somebody and not just pull in one of the interns to do it? It's uh, sounds like a professional to me. If you say so, man. Sounds good. If to that's me. professional to you. Sounds good to me. You like him, don't you? A little bit. <laughs> Any of you guys played Zelda: Twilight Princess at all? <laughs> yeah, I played it uh, <laughs> three and a half years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I like the game, but I'm having trouble because I hate the Wii controls so much. They should give him just a regular option for it. They, they did. It's called the GameCube version. Yeah, but then you don't have widescreen and stuff. So it's a problem. You gotta choose. I, I got a Wii a few weeks ago, and I've tried a number of different games, and the bottom line is I hate the Wii controller. I hate it. There's nothing about it I like. There's no time when I like it. Seriously. I even tried Metro, Metroid Prime 3, which is supposed to be one of the best examples of Wii controls. And I hated it. I just wanted a regular controller. I don't like it. See, the problem is that you play these games that are... You, you like games that are made for one person. Or the Wii controller is good for games that are like made Metroid for... Like Metroid Prime 3 and Mario Galaxy, which I both hated. Yeah, exactly. Both of which I hated because of the Wii controller. You didn't like Mario Galaxy with it? Didn't like the Wii controller. I just don't like the controller. That's the bottom line. Did they forget to give you a nunchuck? And you're just playing it with the Wii remote? Well, I have a nunchuck. play Mario Galaxy. <laughs> well, no, Mario Galaxy... Um, <laughs> he thinks Mario Galaxy is just moving that little uh, fairy guy yeah, around. You, you run around with a thumbstick, <laughs> and then you can shoot stars with a little pointer. I guess Mario Galaxy is a bad example because it doesn't use it that much, but I just don't like the controller. Did you enjoy Wii Sports? No, I c- completely hated it. You didn't like playing tennis with somebody else? No. I don't like it. It would, be, it would be way better if it was a regular controller. It doesn't matter whether there's another person or not. The bottom line is the controls suck. It's like saying, oh, I didn't like this game because the controls suck. But no, you need to have two people. Because if two people are playing with shitty controls, then it's good. Pfft, it's fucking stupid. Did you enjoy playing two-player bowling? I, hate every, I didn't actually play the bowling at all. I, just, I played tennis and I played boxing and I said, that's enough. I've seen enough. See, that's it. why. You should have started with the bowling. It would have changed yeah. your whole outlook. Mm-hmm. It's Bowling stupid. Be the the first thing you don't even control your man. You don't even control your man. All you do is wait for the ball to come. You're like, I'm gonna move my hand now. It's fucking stupid. So weird how you love the DS, but you hate the Wii. Actually, with the DS, I like the DS because it has traditional games on it, and, and most of them have traditional controls. Any game that relies on the stylus, I tend to not like that part of it. Like Zelda: Phantom Hourglass, I like the game, but I've always said I don't like the stylus controls. I would rather have traditional controls. I said that at the time. I can and I see by it. I can see, like, in 20 years, Pete's one of those guys now that has, like, a, an Amiga or a Commodore 64 hooked up to his TV, and that's all he plays. Like, Pete just yeah, got Yeah, because Wii is on the cutting edge, it. and the other consoles are the ones that are lagging behind. Yeah, that's right. Don't you argue with me! Everybody else is going to be in their little VR worlds, just walking around, and Pete's <laughs> going to be sitting there with his Vectrex. So you think that the Wii, silly, stupid-ass motion, whatever... Wiimote with its two buttons is the future of gaming. Are you insane? 
Do you honestly think the next consoles from Microsoft and Sony are going to have Wii controllers? If you think that you're insane, because they're not practical, they're stupid, and they're a gimmick. You mean, I think they will. You mean like the, uh, the one that Microsoft's supposed to be announcing in two weeks at E3? I think that the next controller is going to be like the current one, but it's, it's going to be like a mix. So it'll have like a traditional controller, but it'll also have the ability to be used like the Wii Motion Plus will be. Well, the furthest I see it going is you'd have a regular controller, but the regular controller moving it can do things, sort of like the PS3 one is now, kind of. That's as yeah, far as it kind goes. Of shape, but shaped more, less like a normal controller and more like a remote because wagging your hands around like an idiot for primary control purposes of the primary gameplay is never going to catch on with anything but stupid people and casuals. You really think it's going away? <laughs> Which apparently are the bulk of the market. No, Pete, you seriously think it's going away with the next generation of consoles? There's not going to be anything like that. There's going to be some motion aspects to the controllers, but the primary control will still be what it is now. You know, thumbstick and buttons. I don't think so. I think it's going to be... Mixed it. I think it's going to have both options. I think, it's, yeah, I think, I think the next thing, from, next thing from Xbox and the next thing from Microsoft and Sony will be somewhat similar to what Sony, PS3 has right now. That's what I think. I mean, it's like saying the next iPod and the next iPhone is not going to have a touch. Do you think in 20 years the only way to game is going to be waving your hands around in front of the screen with this extremely imprecise, dumb motions? Come on. It's just stupid. It's a, it's a, it's a gimmick. It's worse than the Virtual Boy. I don't know about that. All Nintendo does is gimmicks. Tired of it. What was the last gimmick? Well, there's the Virtual Boy and the Wii. Rumble Pack? Yeah, the the Rumble Pack was big, though. I mean, look at every... Like, every controller rumbles now. Right. Yeah. They try weird... And and the, uh, the dual screen and stylus thing. What the heck? I mean, it's weird. It's not as bad as yeah. the Wii, but it's still weird. Well, I mean, like, iPhone took that. That shit didn't catch on at all. Yeah. Uh, so you think that Wii is the first handheld device that uses a stylus. Are you on cocaine? No, the cool thing oh. about the uh, the DS is that they did the, the dual screens, the super gimmick, as you're calling it, and it didn't catch on at all, and they barely sold any. You're totally right. <laughs> yeah, just like the motion controls. That's not going to go anywhere. No. People hate that I think shit. The- no, I, I, I don't mind DS the DS, because the, that... the DS still has traditional controls. It's still functional, and most of the games are played with traditional controls. That's why I'm okay with it. But the stylus thing isn't really a big deal to me. If there was no stylus, I wouldn't care that much. Well, I don't think the next one's going to have a stylus. It'll probably just have a bigger touchscreen. That makes no sense. I mean, it seems like you need a stylus. You don't want to put your big fat fingers all over the screen, smudging it all over the place. No one wants to no, do that either. The iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that iPhone, man. Nobody likes that shit. You'd be the worst I, I, I analyst like in the, the world. I don't, like how, I don't like how you have to put your fingers on it. It seems gross. Pete, the next time there's a piece of technology announced, I want your opinion, and then I'm going to do the exact opposite. Pete's really like Andy Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Andy Rooney's real into... I, I'm into high-tech stuff. I just don't like... I don't like... Um, I don't like touch you just don't like it. <laughs> I don't like finger touch screens. They're gross. Smudgy. Smudgy. It It is kind of gross and smudgy. I mean, I have to wipe off my iPhone screen exactly. a couple times it's, a day. It's kind of gross, isn't it? I mean, you have to at least give me that. Isn't it kind of gross? What the, what the hell are you guys doing that your your fingers are so gross? Dragon Everyone's RJ. fingers gross? have grease on them. My fingers don't have grease on them. It doesn't matter how clean you are. Your fingers <laughs> are going to leave little smudges on the screen. It's going to be kind of gross. 
I mean, I, I think it depends how anal retentive you are about keeping the screen clean. It still works fine if you don't wipe it off. But like, Let's say if you – plus, you know, passing your phone around to show it to someone or whatever is something you do. But with the iPhone, all you get passed to you is a big smudgy mess of AIDS <laughs> and swine flu. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> you can, you uh, can see the swine flu smeared right on the screen. Little, little tiny pigs get a microscope out. So you're blaming swine flu on the uh, iPhone? <laughs> you get out the microscope and look at the iPhone. There's little tiny pigs there. <laughs> I have a firm uh, grasp of what the swine flu is. <laughs> it's not, there's there's actual people who don't who aren't much aren't much better than that, who are killing all the pigs and stuff and getting rid of all their pork products, like in Italy or whatever. So, uh, speaking of iPhone, the, Z, you have an iPhone, right? No, I don't. No. Yeah, I, I, oh. have one. I, wa- I want one. Giraffe I guess it's just going to be me talking about the uh, the Peggle then. I like Jarek talking about how the iPhone doesn't smudge, and he's the one person who's never used one. Pete, fucking smudge this. <laughs> why, why do his sound like someone just like blowing air through their mouth like with maybe their lips it, sealed? <laughs> maybe that's what's happening. We'll never know for sure. <laughs> That's true. Once they put smell on the internet, things will change. A lot of things are going to change about the internet. And everybody listening is just hearing all these boonses. And you probably think they're from me because I'm back, but really they're not. One of them was RJ and one of them was Beef. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you got to go and you got to go. <laughs> Beef did go like means boons. <clears throat> I got to talk about gross screens for one more second. What started my whole sort of gross response to touchscreens is back shortly after DS came out, right around, right when the first Castlevania came out on DS a few years ago, 2005, I think. Um, I was at work in this. There, there was this. There was. This, I, I had a. I had a place where I worked, a call center, and it had like four or five hundred employees. And out of all those employees, there was two people who were over five hundred pounds, and they both worked at the same time. And um, one of them smelled like shit all the time, and one of them didn't. So I always kind of figured they should get together and exchange tips or something. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's a side note. But I, know, one, I noticed you don't smell like shit. <laughs> they should, they, he should give advice to the other one. No, because like you'd be sitting there, and this dude, and you could smell him coming from a mile away. He'd walk down the aisle, and everyone, would make, I wouldn't do it because I was too polite. But most people would make faces and stuff, and be like, hey, "What's that? Look, he smells." It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Look, and like, look and they, had a, they had a hygiene policy at that job, but no one would ask him. No one had the guts to, to confront him on it. None of the supervisors did. What kind of place? What kind of place did you work in that they needed a hygiene policy? Every, so you're saying your job doesn't have a hygiene policy? What kind of place is that? They're also not the brightest. Since the best disc they came up with was, "Look, he smells." <laughs> <laughs> no, they they they, he was, they they saw the stink lines coming. When out. he walked by, he almost had stink lines. When he walked by, I mean, <laughs> I try to be a sensitive person. I didn't. I, I wouldn't make remarks about it. I don't talk about people behind their backs about stuff like that. I'm just. I'm too nice. Except for <laughs> about right now. stuff like that. <laughs> Except for right now. For other stuff, he'll talk about it behind their backs, but not. But stuff when like but that. when he walked by and the smell trail followed him, and it smelled like shit. It smelled like someone shit on your shoulder when he walked by. <laughs> <laughs> people would people would exchange looks and be like, Ew. Anyway. everybody quick check their shoulders. 
One time I was working. This dude was e- this dude was like on the verge of being bedridden. Like you see those shows on TLC about the bedridden person. You always realize what was the point when they kind of got to the tipping point when they became bedridden. When was the last time they walked? Can they pinpoint it? How does that work? But this this guy seemed like he was on the verge of it. And I was impressed that he was able to get to work every day. But um, he basically wore like a giant sheet. Kind of. Like he had, he wore a T-shirt that was so big it might as well have been like a giant sheet. And it had like little. He was like like three Hurleys together, kind of. Anyway. I don't know how he fit on the seats. I don't know. I don't know. But he, one time I was working, and he sat down a couple seats away from me, and I didn't want to be rude and leave or anything, so I just kept working there. And he did smell. And he saw my DS sitting on my desk, and he and he saw and he asked me what game was in it, and I said Castlevania was in it. He said, "Oh, I played that game or whatever." And he and and I said, "I said I don't like the style. I don't like using the stylus to do those little puzzles when you have to unlock the doors." And then he said, "Oh, I just use my finger." And ever uh, since then, I'm thinking because his fingernails only have shit in them. He had like long fingernails that had like looked like they had shit under them, kind of. And I, all I could think about from that point on, I, I have a negative association with the DS screen now of of that guy's shitty fingernails <laughs> touching it to do the little <laughs> Castlevania puzzles. <laughs> and that's my negative association with touchscreens. <laughs> that was the longest story ever. To <laughs> it talk was a good about story, though. Like that. That? <laughs> it was pretty good. Well, I like. I, I hate touching the DS. Touch screen, just yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't like. I don't it. touch I it with like my it. fingers. I only use nah. a stylus. Yeah, which is a little bit inconvenient because you have to pop it out of the side and work it with your hands, or work it, work it with your hands, Drag. You gotta slap it around a little bit. Wait, what? Slap it around. Wait, what? <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys uh-huh. about the parking lot slapping around story? Well, I, I've not, ever said it on the show. Not me. Okay. I don't think so. It's not a very long story. It, it was also at that same job. I was I worked the evening shift, so my lunch <laughs> gotta was go, like gotta go back there. My lunch <laughs> was like that was not a bad place to work in retrospect. There was a lot of good looking girls there. But, See, uh, now that you're was, sort of now that you're self employed, think of all the stories you're missing out on. You'd have so many more. I stories might actually look for there. a call center job if I don't get my contract renewed. But, uh, because it seems like a decent, or that, or a data entry job or something. But, um, because, you know, lots of, I don't want to work with a bunch of old people. I want to work with young people to feel vital. In any case, I was, I had my lunch was at like 8 o'clock or whatever. So it was kind of dark when I'd be coming back from my lunch, coming back to the building. I was walking through the parking lot and it was kind of dark. There, you know, it's full of cars. And I walked and I saw a car, a parked car, and it had someone kind of slumped over the steering wheel in it. And it was kind of shadowy because it was dark. So I decided, I don't know, I didn't think anything was wrong. But I decided since I was walking that way anyway, I just kind of peek in to see if he was dead or something. <laughs> and he was, he, was, uh, he was operating himself. 
<coughs> no, he was. I'm. <laughs> I, I saw. I looked down. I I saw that what he was doing, and we made eye contact. And I, I ran, didn't run, but I walked briskly away. At least he didn't invite you in. <laughs> Maybe you he wanted you to. Could have like, I, to I, I, ran, I walked away too quickly. Now, I mean, I'm, I figure you were looking pretty closely. Did he finish the second you made eye contact? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like four seconds later. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> I not stuck around to see how... <laughs> this is disgusting, <laughs> but I gotta see how this turns out. <laughs> well, uh, are you gonna finish or what? <laughs> you tell him that you want to walk inside with him. So, come on, just finish already. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to lunch? Okay, finish up first. <laughs> Let's go to Taco Bell. Who goes to Taco Bell after a guy just jerked off? Wait, don't answer that, Jack. <laughs> don't do that in the parking lot. Finish up and get back to work. <laughs> so, Beeb, you gonna rock some Veronica's with us, dude? I don't even know when that is. Late July-ish? 7-17. Okay. The Veronica's are, are a, a musical act, which we like, and they're playing Philadelphia... In July, and we're thinking we're going. And we want Beeb to drive down and go, but we don't know if he's going to. Wait, could this be the first ever Tapezillacon? You gonna go? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Tapezillacons at the Veronica's concert. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows where it is now. We could like pretend that you know we booked the Veronicas for Tapezillacon. Tapezilla yeah. Expo, <laughs> TZ Spo. When I'm walking in, I like quick tape a sign to uh, something on the outside. It is. It's like a pretty small place. I could probably reach up there. And... I, I love that name, TZ Spo. <laughs> TZ Spo. <laughs> it's the worst name you could possibly think of. It's, it's, it reminds me of Demon's Souls, which is now being localized yeah. under the new name, Demon's Souls. Like if the people localizing that game walked up to me and said, okay, all right, you've got 15 seconds to give me a better name than Demon's Souls, I could give them like 10. I could say Hell's Demons or Legend of the Demon or Demon's Tale or, or something. Demon. If there's any number of demon names, it's way better than Demon's Souls, which you can't even really say. I picture like Demon's Tale being like a whimsical fantasy game. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like got to open with a storybook. It's... It's it's like the it's like the gaming store in your guys' town that was called Game Mania or something. <laughs> didn't they th- didn't they actually think about it before they had the sign made? I wonder if they got the sign wrong like the first time. Like, no, dude, Game Mania, Game Mania. <laughs> so you you didn't notice it was up for a while though until they know. <laughs> they would say the name out loud before ordering the sign. They'd probably have to say the name out loud to order the sign. But, I mean, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, like on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, I want a sign that says Game Mania. If they have to explain to the person that it's Game Mania and not Game Mania, then they should realize that it's not a good idea for a name. <laughs> what, what place would ever be called Game Mania, though? <laughs> what, what would that be? <laughs> if you said to me, yeah, I want a Game Mania sign, I would assume you meant Game Mania. But what? at a dance club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, uh, if we run into the people that make Demons Souls 83, we, we have a good gimmick for them. The, the thing <laughs> is, you, you, like, as just exemplified by Drek, to even say it, you've got to pause between words. It's like the <laughs> most counterintuitive name ever. It's like, it's like, it, this is, this is costing GameSpot millions of dollars because they have to spend so much more time on the phone waiting for the customer to say Game <laughs> Demons Souls. Think of all the time they'd say if no one had to say demons' souls. 
<laughs> you really do have to pause. Yeah. Or all the time when they're asking people to pre-order, they would save so much time they could fire some employees if they didn't have to. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the game store. Do you want to order Demons Souls coming out June twenty fourth? <laughs> they save time. It's money. <laughs> time is money. Hey, speaking of, this is kind of a pre-order uh, related story. Back in, I don't know, the early nineties, used to when you pre-ordered something, you really just kind of put your name in a book. There was an actual book at EB Games or Electronics Boutique at the time. And uh, it just had a page, and then you put your name on it. And whichever number down the list you were, that was... Like, if you were 20th down the list for the N64, that's what number N64 you got when they got them in. So two stories about this, actually. (laughs) One, um, there were, like, additional pages in the back of the book. (laughs) So my... uh, my friend walked in one time and wrote Kano's Adventures in Cyberland. <laughs> <laughs> we got a bunch of people to sign up for it. <laughs> but, uh... We, my friend realized, a different friend, that uh, when the N64 was about to come out, um, like, they had been using this other list, and he was going to be way down on the list. Like, wouldn't even be on the front page. And back then, there were going to be these shortages for the 64, so he probably wasn't going to get one at launch. So he went in, and uh, this is almost like the ballot box thing from Fallout. He just <laughs> he stole the paper and walked out with it. And they had no other record of their N64 pre-order list. So he screwed like, over nope. everyone just for his own benefit. <laughs> this is before you had to start putting money down and everything. This was just like, we'll call you when it comes in. And he yeah, still he screwed, screwed over, over everyone. He screwed over like 60 people. Yeah. Did they, did they have... I mean, they couldn't even call the people back to tell them that they were off the list. No, they had no idea. <laughs> Man. Pretty good. Did you fire but it? I didn't work there. <laughs> Who cares? But uh, but yeah, Kano's Adventures in Cyberland never came out in '93. <laughs> what would that Kino's? be? <laughs> Kano, like the guy from Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> he somehow he got sucked into Cyberland. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a movie. Probably would have been like a side scroller. I'm yeah, it would have been like Mortal Kombat mythologies before mythology. I'm picturing like a Tiny Toons kind of like game where he turns cartoony. And he's super deformed, like he looks like a yeah. little kid or something. Yeah, yeah. That would have sold back in, when, in Mortal Kombat's heyday. <laughs> totally. It's like the kitty version. You know? <laughs> the guy who rips people's hearts out gets sucked into Cyberland. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if they had, they had made that, they wouldn't be in such trouble now. Beeb, do you like the Veronicas? I've, the only Veronicas I've heard is the stuff that's been on the show. And you, you love like it? it? It's not bad. It's kind of catchy. I think <laughs> that Beeb probably has a problem with Veronicas because they're because he just kind of hates women in general. Like, <laughs> is that why you're not Beeb, going, Stevie? <laughs> is that why you're? <laughs> probably is. But uh, I'm, I'm that's, that's why he, he has he has the movie enough with J Lo, but he only has half of it because he just needs the first half. He doesn't, he doesn't like the rest of it. <laughs> I watched the first half twice. <laughs> so he just half edition. the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even sure like there's the anything else besides that. He thinks that's the whole movie. Sort of like how, you know, your, your mom telling you that there's the, the Bambi ends like 20 minutes before the <laughs> end. <laughs> it's like Thieves' own fucked up version of that. It's enough ends... Before she meets the black guy and learns how to fight. <laughs> well, you know that was the original cut, but when they screened it for test audiences, they wanted a happier ending. 
There was really no, Be- Be was the only <laughs> was no one resolution Be- at all. Beef was the only one in the focus group who was getting in glowing reviews. <laughs> Back when Blockbuster still carried VHS, Beef used to go rent enough and delete the second half. He erased it completely. <laughs> Record over the second half with another copy of the <laughs> with first the half. With the first half. <laughs> no, actually, uh, I actually did that once. Like, we're at the mall, and we got pulled into one of those fucking little focus groups. They, they, show, you, <laughs> yeah. they show you, like, a trailer for a movie and ask, ask you questions about it. Were you honest? No, I, I can't remember what movie it was, but there were scenes of, like, the the guy kind of, like, this chicken really roughed up, and at the end, the guy asked me what scenes I liked, and I was like, well, I, I kind of like, like the scenes where the woman was getting beaten up. It's <laughs> like, totally straight-faced. Would it be better can, if, the, if, it was, if it was a girl who asked you that question? I think Jack and I did those at the same time, because um, I had one, I think it was uh, The Manchurian Candidate. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a, that was the one. Yeah, we both. Had <laughs> so they asked me about it, and they said, uh, "Like, name three scenes from the trailer that you really liked." And I, I couldn't. I don't know. Like, you just show me a trailer. I don't remember three scenes from it. They like exact things that I really trailer. liked. Yeah, they show me a trailer and then said, "Name the three scenes you like the most." Like, I don't friggin' know. Why would you agree so to said, do all that just to see a trailer? It was more to goof on them. Yeah. So uh, we filled out everything funny. So anyway, the, the guy's like, name the three things you liked. I'm like, uh, and then I can only remember like a couple of the scenes anyway. So those were going to be my favorites. <laughs> so I'm like, I liked when uh, I remember the guy, the guy woke up with the alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. You're right, I'm like, it, uh, I like just, the alarm clock. <laughs> just, yeah, I just love some guy. Some, <laughs> some, made some, uh, <laughs> some marketing guys like. Oh, alarm clock tested very well. <laughs> There's a separate box for an alarm clock on the sheet that he checks off. Mm, alarm clock. <laughs> Every movie after that's got a very prominent alarm clock scene. <laughs> At least in the trailer. In reality, the, the sound of an alarm clock is like the worst <laughs> yeah. thing for people. I think you're responsible for the declining movie tickets. <laughs> Could be. All these alarm clocks that you want in movies. I like when the alarm clock went off and when that guy was scratching his nails against the chalkboard. <laughs> and when that woman had a miscarriage. Yeah, come on. That's not funny. Why would they show that in the trailer? <laughs> and, and when the dog died. Oh. I also like the, I liked, I liked the twist at the end of the movie. What would that be in this trailer? <laughs> you start making shit up. I like at the end when the guy really found out who his father was. <laughs> And I guess that's not it. That wasn't in our trailer. Thing is now, though, every time you see an alarm clock in a movie and it wakes somebody up, <laughs> you're going to crack up. <laughs> yeah. We got you set up. You're covered. <laughs> We've put some joy into your life, you guys. I'm going to do it this weekend because there's a spot at the Mall of America where they always have those kiosks set up. Yep. Wow. Why would you bother? It's funny. It's funny. When's Transformers on. come out? July 4th weekend, I think. I've, I've watched the trailer for that. I heard there were new trailers coming out. The three I, new I ones can tell you what scene I like in the trailer for that. <laughs> for one thing, <laughs> the movie, so little about that movie makes any sense based on the trailer. This guy goes, le- he goes to college, right? The main character of Elijah Wood or Shia LaBeouf or whatever. <laughs> Whoever they got this time. <laughs> Elijah Wood. <laughs> 
he goes off to college, and that's part of the premise of the movie, at least the beginning. And he leaves behind his life to go to college. And his life consists of Megan Fox, who never wears any clothes, and his robot car. <laughs> <laughs> who does that? <laughs> Why would you go to a faraway school? Why wouldn't you find somewhere local? Megan Fox does, can't. In that film, she apparently just doesn't know how to put on clothes. Like in the trailer, she's dressed like the ultimate skank all the time. Uh, maybe wouldn't you just he, wouldn't you just take all online classes? Maybe he's a gay environmentalist. And he and, and but but and he gets to he gets to do Megan Fox on top of his robot transforming car. <laughs> I mean, he did it at the end of the movie at the last of the end of the last movie. I mean. And they're all is, watching. Why would you? What, what could be better? Like, what do you want to improve about your life by going to some faraway college? What's to learn? And for, for the, the, the the further problem with suspending my disbelief is the idea that this if if the, if the Megan Fox character in that movie were a real person, and I'm, I guess some people like that do exist, where she can't keep her clothes on ever, she's just wearing the skankiest, tiniest shorts and little tiny tops all the time. That's not the kind of person you leave behind. In a relationship to have a long long distance relationship with, it's just not. Well, suspension of disbelief or not, that's pretty much the only reason I'll watch that movie. That's not the only reason I'd watch that movie. I like to see the big robot cars, and I like to hear the transforming noise, which sounds like. What's it sound like? Trey? They only use they only use it once in the first movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like a guy choking on a chicken, Winnie. <laughs> and I remember, remember we saw the first Transformers. I was out in, uh, what was it, Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> what? That was a total shot. <laughs> I don't know effect. I don't even know what effect that was. It sounded like your IBS was acting up when you were in a <laughs> hallway of some sort. <laughs> Huge concrete hallway. <laughs> we used to do the sound when I was a kid, but it probably wasn't very accurate. We'd go. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I think everybody had their own transformer sound. Yeah. <laughs> mine was. Uh, mine was more throaty. It was. Uh... Oh, that's a little bit more accurate, but mine's more fun. We always did that same. We always did that same melody, sort of. <laughs> It's definitely a noise. That it's the same couple notes, I think, that they always did on the show, at least. Are those the notes from uh, Close Encounters when the aliens came? You, you know, I don't know what he just said. You know, the, the doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 you know there's someone out there who's really good at doing the Transformers noise just with their mouth. Because there's people who have odd, odd talents, so you know there's someone out there who can do it really, really well. That would be funny. <laughs> if you're out there, write in, folks. Tapezilla, <laughs> tapezilla.net. <laughs> Why do we need him we to need... write in? We have Pete. <laughs> <laughs> we need the guy from uh, Base Academy to do it. That's like when he's struggling to transform because he has battle damage. <laughs> You've got battle damage. Optimus, can you transform? I'll try. <laughs> Remember the scenes like that? I'll try. 
That actually wasn't that. I'm pissed off at them, by the way. sounded like him a little bit. And they're, like, transforming the re-re- They're re-releasing all the old uh, Transformers cartoons on DVD. But they already did. I already I have every season of it. That. I have Remember every season of it already. They did release when, um, it already. And now they're re-releasing it. What the fuck? <laughs> My main problem with the believability of Transformers is where Optimus's trailer comes from and what it's for. <laughs> he just kind of transformed the things there. It was and like the, the funny command th- center. The funniest thing about it is, to me, it seems entirely pointless, and it comes out of thin air. But the f- there was this part where Optimus was battle damaged, and they're like, Can you transform Optimus? He's like, I'll try, Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> and he transformed, and since he was hurt, a different one of the trucks, a different one of the Autobots pulled his trailer, which even extends the... Dis- it-, it makes it even harder to believe, because... So the, the trailer magically poofs for the other guy instead of for Optimus? No, it's just it's always off screen. Just off screen. Then <laughs> why does he need to, this thing is pointless anyway. It, it what's it for? Why does the other guy need to pull it? Like why do they need it? There was stuff in it. In the toy there was stuff in it. Yeah, like computer robot. There's got to be something in it for the toy, but in the cartoon I don't think it was ever used for anything. It's kind of weird. It's like will you pull this part of my body for me <laughs> for no reason? It's like a giant robot tumor kind of. Can't we just leave it here, Optimus? No. You gotta say Pilgrim afterwards if you're gonna be Optimus. He never said Pilgrim. He's not John he Wayne. Sa- he sounds like John Wayne, though. <laughs> Autobots transform, Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> Except when it was all of them transforming. It was all right, Stevie. Though, would you watch all the <laughs> the old cartoons if they redubbed it with Peter's voice over as all the characters and also his transforming sound? I I couldn't commit to watching all of it, but I'd give it a shot. <laughs> I'd try it out. Why not? He said he would try it out. Why don't you get to work one? on that, Peter? You should do it for one episode at least. Yeah. Yeah. Do one episode where you go through and dub out all the, uh, <laughs> the transform noises. <laughs> It never echoed. That's when they uh, transformed in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Drax already sort of spoiled this a few times, but uh, the big announcement Whoop. is that TZ will be at E3. Again. Mm-hmm. Well, the first time since it's been... Oh, that's true. We were sort of there last year. Yeah, we were. We were there last year. No, you yeah. weren't. We were live. We broadcasted live. Were we even floor. doing TZ back then? Yep. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it's like the, the almost the one year anniversary. We've been doing it no, for a year. That. The E three wow. show is like episode seven or something. Yeah, so we've been doing it for over a year. That's weird. That we can't I, celebrate our one year anniversary until episode fifty two though. Because <laughs> we have two missing episodes. <laughs> That's how we define years. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weekly. Our one-year anniversary is going to be about this time next year. <laughs> Hopefully. So, yes, we will be going to E3. It's for real. If you uh, if you see Drac, uh, pat him on the back. They don't know what he looks like. <laughs> well, they've seen, they've seen the drawings. So they it's pretty accurate. Like. Yeah. Yeah, if you, yeah, they can figure if you it see out. See that guy? I think the drawing is actually... that. 
serious though, the drawing of us actually is sort of accurate. It's not just a total shot in the dark. Even Stevie looks. I think that's the most accurate. The only one that's the only one that's kind of fakey is B, but only that. That's only a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's more B from a few years ago. The hair is (laughs) like another inch longer. Remember when I first did that? Beef was being all like nerdy about it. He's like, "Oh, that's stupid. Just do a real one." <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play anymore. This is no fun anymore. He's like a total. He said that a few times. He said, "I don't want to play anymore." I want off. I want off. Stop the car. This is stupid. I like that. There's a different Stevie B voice every you guys week. Aren't funny. <laughs> You guys aren't funny. This is boring. I want off. I want off, you guys. This is no fun. I quit. I'm telling. I'm telling. I don't want to play anymore. Is that also how he requests? I want off. I want off. I'm done with this. I'm done with not getting off. I want off. Come on. Don't get with your hand. Don't get with your hand. Come on. He says, I'm done with not getting off. (laughs) I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play anymore. Jerk it off. Slap it around. Slap it around. Turn it upside down. Turn it upside down. Pour it out. Pour it out. <laughs> what does that even mean? Turn it upside down and pour it out. <laughs> it sounds kind of like, like an old carny. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling mom. <laughs> I'm not getting off. <laughs> I'm done with not getting off. I'm done with not getting off. <laughs> I think the listeners will probably like this episode because it doesn't talk about games very much. Isn't this our big E3 preview? <laughs> I say, speaking of E3, that, that was going to go somewhere, I think. Uh... <laughs> Oh, man. This is worse than last year's E3 preview, (laughs) which was actually titled... It was entitled The Worst E3 Preview You'll Ever Hear. (laughs) We outdid ourselves. Who could have seen this shit? (laughs) Uh, All right, how about this? We'll go around. What what are you excited for at E3 this year? What do you want to see? Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to have to find out what's actually there. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea what's actually confirmed to be there. No, nah, don't worry about it. Just, um, just guess. I'm kind of hoping for uh, Marion's Galaxies 2. Ew. Here's the deal. You know Nintendo's going to have something big. Because they were ridiculed last year for not having anything. So they're going to have something big this year. So I'm kind of curious to see what it is. But I hate Nintendo, so it's really just matters. Mainly academic, because I'm probably not going to buy it, whatever it is, because I hate Nintendo. Alright, now last year, I completely called the Wii Sports coming with Wii Motion Plus. You did. And here we go again this year. You ready? Yep. This year's prediction. Mario and Zelda in the same game. Well, Mario and Link. Mario and oh, Zelda it's... mixed together. Hmm. It's just another Smash Brothers. No, not like that. Like a real My game? Guess... That's already happened. Mario RPG on SNES. Yeah, is it like a serious game or is it something... I'm saying Mario somehow gets sucked in to the Legend of Zelda, sort of like Kane. That would be a good way of murdering the Zelda franchise, which 
is actually not total nonsense like Mario is. How many times can Mario save the same princess? It's stupid. At least Zelda oh. takes itself sort of seriously. The same number of times that Link can kill Ganon, I guess. What if Mario... Uh, if you actually... Shut up. If you actually have played The Twilight Princess, you know that the game is a pretty mature narrative. It's, it's, done, it's done in a pretty thoughtful, mature way. It takes itself kind of seriously. I think it's got one of the better storytelling devices, you know, storytelling methods than most games. Now, Stevie, we know that Link can kill Ganon, but can Mario... We'll find out next year. That's the trailer. Comes out next year. They they show like the shots from the other game from the old Zelda games. We know Link can kill Ganon, (laughs) but can Ganon's over Mario fades in, man. And you see him about he's Mario jumps and he's about to land on Ganon's head, then the camera fades out. (laughs) It it does that thing where it's like. Yeah, there's a random heartbeat for no particular reason. <laughs> no, it's like a movie trailer. <laughs> Mario Adventures in Zelda. <laughs> in Zelda. <laughs> I feel bad for Ganon. He's completely getting shit on in that trailer. <laughs> you know Link can kill him. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> Link's killed him, and it shows him getting killed by Link with a sword or whatever. But can Mario... Then it does that thing where Mario's jumping and you hear... Aah! And then it stops before he lands on him and you hear... And then it, like, the camera like fades to black back and forth in different scenes of Mario jumping. See, and then after Nintendo... it goes dark and it starts to show the title, you hear like a, just kind of a very subtle chime of the Zelda theme. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it hits a sour note at the end to be kind of creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of for suspense. (laughs) I'd buy it. I would not. Everybody would buy it. The only thing worse would be putting Mario in a Metroid game. Wait, would Zelda Zelda go then into the Mario world? Take out Bowser? It could be a dual game. That's stupid. It's kind of cool. What if they have two games upcoming? A Zelda game and a Mario game. Each one they traded worlds. It's like the Zelda games playing played as Mario, the Mario games played as Zelda. Yep. Be stupid. It's gonna happen. Speaking of stupid, I didn't like Metroid Prime Three at all. I liked Metroid Prime One way better. Yeah, we did this already, man. What's your E three? Uh, <laughs> what, what are you looking forward to? You never did. <laughs> well, I said I was. I already said I was curious. All right, man. Yeah. To see uh, what Nintendo was going to unveil, unveil, because you know they're going to unveil something big. They're not going to have two shitty E3s in a row. They got mocked. You know they got mocked last time, so they're not going to do that again. What um, if it's all sequels to shit we saw last year, like Sean White 2 and uh, then Wii Music 2? I'm, uh, there, there's, there have been some things I've been interested in seeing at E3, but I can't remember what they are. I, one of them would probably be... I, I'd like to see some more of Lost Planet 2, because that game looks like it's going to be really good. Uh, and other stuff. I want to see. You make so much noise in your chair. Seriously, like it's like the transformer sound. <laughs> My chair is squeaky. Are the little robots transforming. That's character. What I would like to see is Mass Effect Two. That'll be there. Yeah, I'd like to see that. That'll be good. But you like it? There's not, there's not gonna really gonna be any surprise. I mean, it looks just like the first game for the most part. Actually, I want to see what that new Bethesda game is. I know it's on the Wii, but I like them. Wet? So let's see what let's see what it is. 
Beaver. This, I already said mine. We we talked about um, that wet trailer before, and I said it looks good, but most people on the forums like Gaff think it looks bad. But if Bethesda picked it up and decided to publish it in the U.S., there must be something to it. I think I'm right. I think it's going to be pretty good. Bethesda's not going to pick up... They're not just a publisher who picks up just any game. I'm also going to predict that um, by the end when Drac and I are back to do our wrap-up, that Demon's Souls falls into one of our top fives. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, it's out already out. It's already out in Japanese. And people have played it, so, so they already know what, what the deal is. Yeah, but we don't. It's no secret, though. I mean, it's, it's supposed to be pretty good. I've never seen a single picture of that game. Yeah, me neither. I, I, I watched the video. It looks pretty good. That's the funny thing. If you think of a game having a completely ridiculous name, you would think it would generally... you generally think of it as being a bad game. Uh, I don't know. There aren't a lot of really great named games... Well, Heavy Rain, that's a great name. It's pretty good. It's like, Actually, it's not. It's like the worst game ever. It's like Chubby Rain from Bowfinger. <laughs> so, like, why is why is everyone so excited for Heavy Rain? Am I correct in understanding that Heavy Rain is basically a point-and-click LucasArts-type game with super advanced graphics? Is that basically what it is? Well, I think, uh, it, it got really. all, I think it got all the hype because when they first started showing it, it was really, really pretty. But other people have kind of caught game. up with it. Yeah, I think it looks okay. awesome. The thing is, it's a game where you just sort of walk around and solve mysteries, and there's no actual like any action takes place in the form of quick time events, which I just don't like. Like I don't want that to be the action. I only like quick time events if they're kind of subtly tied into the real action, the way Resident Evil does it, four and five that is, or uh, certain other games. It's all based on quick time events. Push the button to do the next thing. Oh, I'm just not interested. Did you ever play Indigo Prophecy? See, being uh, no, but being really, really, being really interested and hyped up for the Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain is a game that's only going to be based on story. There's no real gameplay in it. So, it, so that's the same thing as being real hyped up for some book that's going to come out that you've never heard of the author. Or whatever, you know. It's like you don't know if the story's going to be good or not. It's heavy rain being good or not is going to be based only on whether or not the story's good, and there's no early info on the story. Now that that's it's more like it's more like a movie because there's visuals to it too. Yeah, it's like a movie. You don't it, know if a movie's going to be good or not. Yeah, but the fun of Indigo Prophecy and this one too probably is just the is that their shit. The different ways you can accomplish a goal, like the first part of the first game, you know, you're in this diner and you go into the bathroom and there's like a, a corpse that does in the, in the bathroom. And there are, like, different ways. You can, like, escape out the window, or you can, like, kind of try to hide the guy in the toilet, or you can wash your hands. And uh, That's kind there, of an issue, why not just let me shoot dudes, yeah. too? It's, it's kind of fun in, in the way that you can... It's And how well it, like, replicates actual life. Yeah, someone needs to make a mix between um, Indigo Prophecy and Gears of War. That would be a good game. Like, why can't a game that's sort of based on story and setting and stuff, like Heavy Rain or Indigo Prophecy, also just happen to have really good action too? Like, why not? I don't. Know I think if you're not. one of those, if you're one of those gamers that like checks every box in a game to see if there's something in it, like a t- type of game like Heavy Rain is really fun. 
So you can, like, interact with everything. Like Shinmu? Yeah. Shinmu actually has action in it, though. It's like, Heavy Rain is Shinmu without the action. Good job, guys. Welcome to 1998. Are we going to do Heavy Rain prank calls? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> well, if Heavy Rain, if the character in Heavy Rain walks around asking for some Japanese guys or something, then he probably could. <laughs> Have you seen any Korean men? There's going to be something <laughs> in it, because it? they're only going to have room for so many, like, audio clips, or, you know, regardless of, the like, the size of the, like, how much it can store, they're only going to program in so many different possible, like, dialogue parts, so that there's got to be something in it like that. I predict that uh, we're not going to do really anything of value at the show. Probably just going <laughs> to fuck around the whole time. Yeah, are we doing any sort of show after the show to you put up that night? get one of those... Um Things for iPhone, so you so that you can like record people. We have a like I have a, a just a voice recorder. And Drac has that HD camera thing. Does the voice recorder have um like yeah, it does <laughs> digital. <laughs> <laughs> When he says voice recorder, I think of a little cassette tape for some reason. This is a USB voice recorder. Okay. <laughs> I think of him with his little cassette tape. Yeah. Like a like a it's like a it's like a handheld tiny little voice recorder, but it's like nine inches long and has a full size cassette tape in it. <laughs> like when I did my radio so, show when I was ten years old. So yeah, we don't know what the plan is yet if we're actually going to do anything uh, you know, that's any that's worth anything over there. But we'll see. I don't, I, I don't even know if our hotel's going to have internet at the rate we're going. <laughs> we haven't found it yet, but we will. It's a problem. Booking a hotel is going to cost like $723, right? I mean, it must. Well, we found one for about 300 something Somewhere in the range of three hundred and sixty-two. It's in it's in little Philippines. <laughs> How little are these Philippines exactly? I don't think it can really be that dangerous. Like, are Filipinos really dangerous? <laughs> They're actually not. They're most of them are actually actually I shouldn't say that. They seem pretty nice to me. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen uh, what's the fucking boxer's name? Pacquiao. Seen Pacquiao fight? Yeah, and Fight Night, the demo. He'll take you down, man. You gotta, you gotta find the clip of actually. Pacquiao I'm guessing that that's like a featherweight, 120 pound guy. I very highly doubt he would take me down. <laughs> yeah, he's small. <laughs> like Pete, thinking that he could stand up to a champion boxer. I think he would. He would punch you. He would punch you once in the head, and you would fall over. And you would <laughs> exactly. It'd be like Fallout. It'd be like Fallout. You wouldn't. You wouldn't wake up for two weeks. <laughs> You wouldn't wake up to the DLC. <laughs> uh. All right, everybody. We'll look for uh, TZ at E3. I bet hot girls don't have to sneak into E3. They can just get right in. <laughs> they do. They get paid, too. <laughs> they get yeah, paid they to stand there. They get paid to talk to Drac. If I, if I was a hot chick and I was at E3 just on my own, I would stand near one of the booths and let people guess, assume that I'm a booth babe. Just because I'm a total <laughs> attention whore. You dress total slutty, too. Yeah. Well, isn't that how, how, how uh, all hot girls dress? Pretty much. 
don't know. Pretty much. I mean, all yeah. I know about hot girls is what I know from Transformers. Well, and Pete dresses pretty right, Jack, slutty you anyway, this. You gotta... so uh, he'd just be the girl. All right, wrap this up, Jack. Well, uh, us home. hey, it's been fun. Home. It's, uh, it's been nice. I could come back from my return. Maybe someday I'll get into where I was. Um, maybe not, but... Uh, you should make a toast. Yeah, it's a TZ. You know, it's been a good year. Um, hopefully we'll have another year. And another. I'm totally picturing Drac making a toast at his brother's wedding. <laughs> I bet he's actually holding his hand up like he's got a glass in it or something. Actually, I, d- I, did, I did do that at my brother's wedding. and it went over That's probably well. how you were talking, too. That's probably how you sounded. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, congratulations to my brother and, uh, and his wife-type person. Maybe it'll last another year. <laughs> it's been another a fun year. year. After that. Maybe there'll be another year. And then you boons into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'd shit. I'd shit myself. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that's it for episode 30. I like the idea that our, our, our pop filters are also shit filters. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll see you. Later, folks. We'll see you at E3. Uh, tap Jack on the back. He said that as Kermit the Frog.